0: All right. We are back and we are ready for December with our new word and some excitement behind it. (laughs) can't see Beth, but she is waving her hands in the air out of excitement for this word and how it applies to middle (laughs) and high school students. So we better get right into it. We better. We better. My name is Leslie Bolser. I'm the creative director for Core Essential Values, and I'm here with Dr. Beth Trammell. Beth, introduce yourself for us. Yeah. Hey, everyone. I was, yeah, just so
1: excited over here to talk about this word. Uh, my name is Dr. Beth Trumell and I'm a licensed psychologist and an associate professor of psychology at Indiana University East, where I'm the director of the Master's in Mental Health Counseling Program. And I have created a website, and it's kind of my uh, overall philosophy of, of helping folks to make words matter for good. So I focus on helping uh, people be more intentional with their words and what they're saying uh, to connect with kids and frankly, just people around you. So I love this word. I love every word that we talk about, actually. It's <laughs> probably like on repeat for people who listen. Phil is nodding. He um, joins us here and helps with all of our editing. And he's nodding to say, yeah, Beth, every time you love every word,
0: I you I think we both just I do. love every I do. I do. And people may have thought we were being sarcastic with you waving your hands in the air and getting excited, but we actually were not. I mean, this is some words we get yeah. a little, yeah, we really genuinely love this word. We, we do love all of them, but some are a little tougher to figure out how to apply, I think, to different age groups of students. But this one really, this one is not, this is perfect for this time of year. And honestly, I think it's perfect for middle schoolers and high schoolers who are figuring out who they are what they're good at, and what they want to contribute to the world. So let's jump right in and let's talk about service, which is lending a hand to help someone else. So um, I think there are lots of ways that high school and middle school students approach service. But let's just go ahead and throw on the table right now one of the maybe controversial ways that this comes up in the life of students this age, which is that they're required to do it, maybe by their school, maybe by their church or another community organization, that they are asked to show as a resume builder or as a requirement how they help or serve others. Is that all right? Is that cool? Yeah,
1: it's so, I mean, as we were kind of talking about this and this word, I just think teenagers have in their lens and their framework, yeah, service is the thing I have to do to put it on my resume so I can, you know, look better on my resume for whatever my next steps are. Uh, and yes, like that is actually a part. That is that is really a thing. Colleges look for that. Jobs look for that. We want to see... Um, we want to see those things on your resume. And what it doesn't capture is your kind of overall approach to, to stepping into those service requirements. But I think the message here is, yeah, sometimes it takes kind of forcing them to, to go to, to do the, you know, the food pantry or to go and do uh, you know helping out for a nonprofit to, to say it can go on your resume and this is good for you. But really the experience when they're there, they may not necessarily approach it with enthusiasm, but while they're there, it's all of these tiny nuggets that we're planting seeds in them with this kind of servant heart over time, right? So yeah, you kind of mentioned before we started recording that this service kind of requirement gets them out the door, but the hope is that over time, they start to have this this real desire to to go
0: into service uh, on their own. Yeah, I know In just in my personal experience of volunteering or helping with organizations, there are times that I went to something because I felt obligated to or because someone else asked me to. And honestly, my heart wasn't in it. I wasn't super excited. But when I got there and I saw the good work that that group was doing, or I interacted with the people that were being helped, I was changed in a way that made my um, my helping and my service more about them and less about me. Um, and the same can be true for middle schoolers and high schoolers. That doesn't just happen to adults. So I'm with you. I think the requirements are okay, and um, that our job as parents is to help our students can fulfill those requirements and then have the conversations about what the intention is behind it and, and the follow-up conversations to see how, how the heart might be changed. And that's exactly it, right? It's the, it's the kind of follow-up, it's the conversation,
1: it's the, the developing reflective insight that draws meaning from it, right? So if it's just, hey, we're all going to show up and, grumble about doing this volunteer work, this service work, and then we're going to go home and watch Netflix all day in our own rooms, that's not going to have the impact we want. But right. if it is, hey, we're going to go do this service thing together, or I'm going to drop you off to do the service thing. And afterwards, we're going to have you know, you know, know, coffee, or we're going to have lunch, or we're going to have something where, where we talk about, what did that mean to you? Tell yeah. me what your favorite part of that was. What was hard for you in doing this? What did you learn? Right, we have to draw meaning from it so that they can then have that experience matter later on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so we've covered that. I think we've solved that problem. We've solved what it. Else? We've solved it. Check mark. It's done. Um, <laughs> what, else, what else do we need to think about in terms of service or helping when it comes to middle schoolers and high schoolers?
1: Yeah. So if you have had them do, uh, you know, some service things where they've been required to go or, um, you know, they've gotten some sort of reward or reinforcement for going, you might find that your teenager then kind of falls into this mindset of not really wanting to help just for the sake of helping them, right? So they might respond to your request of, hey, can you come help me do the dishes? And they're like, well, I will if you pay me. Or mm-hmm. I don't really want to do that because I don't get anything for it, right? So if you've got a situation where your teenager kind of approaches it with this kind of ungrateful or less than enthusiastic attitude, know that that is not abnormal, right? That doesn't make them a sociopath, It makes them a very (laughs) typical teenager. However, Mm -hmm. we can have a conversation about that being an unacceptable approach to, to helping and pulling your own weight around the house, right? So you um, can then have a different conversation with them about how all of us in the house have to work together to keep the house going, right? And one of the ways that I encourage parents who have teenagers, especially, um, if they've kind of fallen into this mindset a little bit, is to create a family task list where you kind of put down on paper um, all of the things that have to get done every day or every week or whatever that looks like, and then divvy out responsibilities And who is going to take care of which part of the task list, right? So maybe that's doing dishes every night, it's cooking dinner, it's sweeping the floors, it's filling all of the things that have to happen throughout the day or the week. Mm -hmm. And this is not about keeping score, right? I want to make sure that I say this, this isn't about keeping score and, and woe is me, I do so much more work than you do. For me, it's about having a conversation with them to help them understand that there are a lot of things that go into having a home the way we have our home that maybe you didn't realize until now. And so if you will take on taking the trash out, then I will continue to take on making dinner every night. Or you can start to have more of a conversation about that because some teenagers just literally haven't thought for a second yeah. about the amount of work that goes into your day. I mean, I, my kids, you know, since we've been working at home, uh, you know, I, I don't go into the office every day, the way that I was before COVID. And so I really think they think I just sit around and eat ding-dongs and ho-hos all day. I mean, they yeah. just are literally like, well, mom, can you go to the store and can you pick this thing up for me? And I'm like, no, bro, I got to I gotta work. Like I have meanings and stuff, you know? Like yeah. they they literally have no idea what it takes. So that doesn't okay, make so- them a self-centered jerk. It just literally means that's how their brains work as teenagers. And it's our job to help them in a kind and compassionate way.
0: Yeah, I mean, mine are exactly the same. I I think they just it's not because they're, you know, they're not self-centered, they're not jerks, but they just have no concept. Yeah. So it is, I really do think just changing that mindset and having those conversations and, and pointing it out in a non-accusatory, non-guilt tripping kind of way yes, um, is helpful because the, the other option is they leave home, they get out on their own and they just have their, it's completely shell shock as to what it takes to, you know, survive on your own. Um, so that's, that's the other option if they don't really have any concept of it when they're in high school.
1: Yeah. And this is, I mean, it, This task list can be uh, an opener to the conversation about service, right? It's like service happens every day in our family, right? I um, am always lending a hand to help you. And I know there are ways that you lend a hand to help me. And frankly, this may be kind of an aha moment for us too, that our kids may be doing things that we don't even realize, you know, they're like, well, I was trying to do this, or I've been trying to do this. And you're like, oh, snap. I wasn't even paying attention to that. Like, yeah. Okay. Now I can see how you were trying to do that. Um, yeah. and maybe then we can have a conversation about like, actually I didn't realize cause it wasn't that helpful to me. <laughs> um, right. right. And yeah. here's how you could be helpful in a better way. Um, yeah. while also
0: acknowledging their effort. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. These are great suggestions. Okay. So we need to sign off for today, but rest assured we'll be back in January. Uh, with a new word and a new year. Very exciting stuff. In the meantime, if you want to know more about Core Essentials, you can go to our website at coreessentials.org or find us on social media at CEValues. What about you, Beth? Yeah, so my website
1: is makewordsmatterforgood.com and they can find me mostly on Facebook, uh, MWM with kids.
0: Awesome. Well, this was very enlightening and very helpful as a mother of two teenage girls. I'm going to use some of these tricks and tactics to help them find ways to be more helpful, not only in our home, but in the world around them as well. So I I love that. I appreciate you, Beth. Hey, have a very happy holiday season and uh, we'll catch up again in January. Can't wait. You too. The new word and a new value. Um, And I hope that this one was helpful today for everyone who listened. If you want to know more about Core Essentials, you can go to coreessentials.org or you can find us on social media at CE Values. And Beth, how might people be able to get in touch with you, follow you? Yeah, so I'm mostly on Facebook
1: at MWM, Make Words Matter, MWM with kids, or you can check out
0: my website, makewordsmatterforgood.com. Awesome. Well, we'll be back next month and we'll talk about yet another value and um, I'm looking forward to it. We'll, We'll see you then. Sounds good. See ya.